0: your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown.
1: Welcome, you're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Mark Honf and Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Yes, indeed. And our Hello. special guest again, uh, welcoming back Rob Spinoza of Guaranteed Rate. Thank you, Robert. Yep. Okay, our phone number is 888-912- 1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. Uh, those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Check them out. Today's dream is very theme is uh, various trivia.
2: Various. Mark, uh, yeah, uh, let's start off with some stories. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, uh, listeners the Best of Investing know that we like to scour the internets looking for uh, stories, uh, noteworthy stories to share with you. And uh, we have one for you this morning. It's, I, th- I found this very interesting. So it talks about uh, a family who, after five years of saving money, uh, decided it was time to buy a home in the Bay Area. And this is a little bit uh, of their experience. Uh, they spent three months looking for a home, and it turns out it was the most stressful time of their life. Uh, yeah, go it's figure. tough. More stressful than their wedding, more stressful than the first month at home with a newborn, and uh, the uh, the gentleman uh, wrote his um, uh, kind Cut. of his discoveries. Yeah, it's uh, a bullet points it, on it, which is, I thought were really insightful. Yeah, so so um, I, I shared with you what he learned. He ended up buying a home in Marin County, interestingly enough, which is uh, our hometown. Yeah, and uh, he, here's a, a very great article he wrote of his. Uh, how many things here? The nine things he learned, and I'll go through these quickly. Number one: list list prices are just marketing prices, mm-hmm. and uh, which is you know, list prices usually have nothing to do with fair market value, and, and oftentimes sellers uh, have a very you know high expectation of what their home value should be. But uh, um, you know, it, it, you know, we're in a, we're in a part of the cycle right now where. Um, you know, it's not necessarily multiple offers or necessarily putting a price down there to generate bids, but uh, different Willing buyer, willing seller. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Different, different marketplaces. Like, you know, I'm, I'm selling a home in Novato right now, and I didn't price low to generate bids. I decided I, I would ask for what I thought it was worth, right. and we'll right. see if anybody else believes that.
3: <laughs> well, I think I think the other the other tie-in on this because we're on the mortgage side, so yeah. this is the sort of the province of real estate agents, and when people hire real estate agents to list their house for sale. You're relying on their expertise and their market knowledge yep. to put that price tag where they think it needs to be. Now, what we see on the mortgage side is when they get too tricky with that, yeah. it can get really difficult because if they One of the stigmas in listing a house is how long it stays on the market. So, real estate agents and their sellers don't want to have the scarlet letter of having it 100 days on the market or something like right. that because they're concerned that that in and of itself is making the market Yeah, because mm-hmm. now buyer B is like, hey, this property's been sitting around. What's I'm not wrong with that? it? Right. right. All right
2: yeah so home buyer discovery number one was uh, hmm, listing prices are just marketing prices number two forget about contingencies and we yeah. kind of know Oof. about it. and that still is today even though we 're we 're seeing the market soften a little bit and it 's uh, slowly inching towards possibly becoming a buyer 's market finally after you know i don 't know how many years now it 's been a seller 's market At least six but yeah forget mm-hmm. about contingencies yeah. uh, he says we lost a bit on a house that had no inspection reports and its disclosure packages which is very rare for the Bay Area and I agree with that seller was not with to accept any offers with an inspection contingency. <laughs> and, wow. there was, and there was water in the basement. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we're, not, we're not even talking about a contingency sale of your other house. Oh, yeah, right. forget about, about just,
1: that. So it's just like, uh, uh, take, a, take a look at the house from the outside, and you just have to buy it. Yeah. 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 So, so, right. Look at the inside. So, so to step
3: back for a second, so typically in California, when someone goes to buy a residence, there are three contingencies involved in a Uh, A typical contract we see these days. One is the inspection contingency. So it gives the buyer a short window of time at the beginning, usually, to say, hey, I inspected the house. I found something wrong. I want out of the contract. Okay, cool. You get out. You get your earnest money back. Second one is the appraisal contingency, which is did the house come in at the value that you're paying for it? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess the last one. Go ahead. Loan contingency. There
1: you, say, go. There you hey. Bing, ding, yes. ding ding. ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So we, we kinda all that's that's our that's our realm and we know how that one works. Yeah. And uh, so forget about contingencies number three. All cash offers win. So if your uh, bid is the same as somebody else's bid for all cash, they're always going to go for the all cash offer. It doesn't matter how cute your story is and the little bio that you've carefully prepared for your realtor mm-hmm. about what a great family you are and, and what and how you owe it to me to sell your house <laughs> the, at a low price. The good that you'll yeah. be doing by selling it to exactly. me and how we will add value to the neighborhood. Well, well let me
1: ask you, uh, on this all-cash offer, uh, a lot of times people will use Pacific private money right. because you can sign, you can fund very quickly. Yes. Um, Technically, it's not an all cash offer per se, but it acts
2: like one, right? Because you're able to you can so You could have so no financing contingency, and, and okay. we, we don't we never suggest that people lie on there. Uh, and I'm not I'm certainly not, I'm not a realtor, but I am a licensed broker, and and I do feel for those realtors whose uh, buyers uh, put up an offer that says uh, all cash, and they actually intend to use a hard money loan or a private money loan to come in and close like all cash. Now I know when we when
3: we uh, give a borrower a green light to go forward without a financing contingency, we've typically underwritten the file at Pacific Private Money. When you make a preapproval for one of your clients, how does that look? So if they if, if they were going to interpret that and say, "Hey, I'm going to make an all cash offer because I got you guys instead of actual cash in the bank,"
2: yeah, how
3: do you how do you vet that initially?
2: Well, our, our I mean, sometimes we do pre-approval letters. And we actually haven't had a chance to look at at, at all of the uh, the paperwork from the borrower. But generally speaking, on a purchase offer, if they're coming in with a down payment, I mean, something would have to go horrifically wrong right. for us not to like the transaction. So, uh, generally speaking, when we've green-lighted a loan, whether it's just verbally or, or you know th- th- through the initial contact on the phone, if we're sending them a pre-approval letter, um, we have every intention of going through.
3: And then and then that's where the whole speed thing kicks in because yep. you guys are. Able to go and, and provide the funds quickly, and then they can go and say, "All right, on, on property I want to buy, I've got the money." Exactly. All right. hey guys,
1: we're going to cut to our first commercial break. Uh, first trivia question: This is for Rob since he's a runner. Mount Everest in in which country? The reason I say you're a runner because haven't you run up Mount? Everest? I have not run no, up not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. So let's our... do
3: that though later today, yeah, today later. after <laughs> lunch. <laughs> after,
1: <laughs> after lunch, okay. Here, uh, so again, what uh, what country is See the, in a month? Ma- Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mount Everest is in which country? All right. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. And stay with us because the best of investing will be right back. We uh, are just going to cut to a very, very short break. You don't want to miss the answer to this question as well as some more interesting topics we're going to be talking about. Stay with us.
0: For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to The
1: Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Homp, Nam and Rob Spinoza. First trivia question, Mount Everest is in which country or countries, I just learned? Go ahead. Is it Nepal Nepal and China? Uh, Nepal Tibet. is one I have. Tibet. Tibet. Ooh, Tibet, Tibet's a little different than Tibet. Okay, so, that, when you
3: climb it, you go up from the southern route, you go up through Nepal. And if you go from the northern route, you go up through Or, Tibet. or
1: if you're Rob Spinoza, you run up yeah, one side just, and down <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Why well, don't make a quick mention here for the Mount View Hotel? It's a celeb- it is celebrating 100 years of memories. Wow. Historical landmark that opened in 1919. It's uh, one of Calistoga- Calistoga's most iconic places to stay. A really inviting pool. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but check it out. Very uniquely uh, decorated room and uh, sure to give you peace and relaxation while you enjoy all that Calistoga has to offer. Check them out at www.mountviewhotel.com. Hey, Mark, why don't you finish up with uh, your
2: article? Yeah, there was an article about uh, one family's experience with uh, buying a home recently in in the Bay Area. And uh, just to finish up with a couple more bullet points that I thought were interesting, um, uh, one was – that you can now look for unlisted homes. Uh, and I signed up. I don't know if any of you guys, there's uh, something called Alto. It's double dot homes.com. Gonna... <laughs> and more and more homes, particularly in uh, uh, the wealthier parts of the, uh, uh neighborhoods of the bay area are listing or not listing their homes on the mls and it's kind of a way for you to kind of test the water stick your toe in the water and, and uh, uh although i am finding that a lot of the homes that i'm seeing on aat uh, on alto are uh Seemingly a little bit overpriced because there's the seller going. Well, this is the kind. This is the price I'd like to get for my home. It's almost like make me an offer on Zillow. Fizbo, (laughs) yeah, Fizbo, or but it it is one way to look at least. And and if they are serious about selling, and you've got an agent representation, they can you know contact. uh, uh, You know what's
3: interesting about that is. um, there's an equivalent on the rental side because people do this all the time when they're thinking about renting out their place. They'll put it on uh, Craigslist or whatever, and yeah. they don't really, they're not sure they're going to rent it out, but they're trying to get a feel for what it would rent for. And I guess from a platform perspective, that's kind of cool that that exists because people will get a better sense of what. Yeah, it's interesting get. to
2: see what, what else is out there potentially on the market. And, and I'm going to just share this one more bullet point because I thought it was good. Uh, their experience in buying a home in the Bay Area. Uh, you will most likely lose your first offer, yeah. and it will Crush you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You'll be prepared. I, you know, I, I counsel
3: people on this all the time, especially first-time home that come in. They, and and a lot of times what really drives them over the edge to get a pre-approval is they saw a property they love so they're going out mm-hmm. this weekend yep. they see something it, it, it checks all the boxes and and they're in and then they 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 run you know headlong into what the market really is and the thing you have to counsel them on is it's it's not a you know buying a home is not an event it's a process it, yeah. it often involves some heartbreak it often involves some missed opportunities but you learn in that process and as you go forward with it you become more Fluent in the language that's spoken when you make offers, and that ultimately helps you. If you if you persist, you end up winning.
4: Yeah, and that's the job of a good realtor Absolutely. or lender is to counsel. Let them know what to expect or what you know to bring the right perspective yeah, to and, every and deal.
3: I would say one other thing on that because this is another dynamic of, of of our day in and day out work. When people go into that, what he just said there, you'll be crushed. Oftentimes, buyers will will take their foot off the gas and they'll stop the process. And that's where we tell people, okay, you had a pre-approval, you went in, you had a contingency and that's why you didn't get accepted. But now Mm -hmm. what you need to do is you need to get your file through underwriting, you need to go in on the next one with more confidence Possibly no Absolutely. contingencies. But do that work now. Don't yeah. wait till you find the next great house and go through and repeat yeah. this whole process over again.
2: Yeah, good, no, good that, point. That's exactly right. You want to get fully approved, not just pre-approved.
1: Hey, can we jump over? i got to totally change the subject. Yep. I want to get right into email uh, time here. Uh, yeah. And then, Mark, you can kind of give an explanation. Uh, so here's an email f- comes in from Mark. It says, if a borrower misses a payment, do you automatically
2: start foreclosing? Well, I don't know that that any lender, even banks, will automatically do anything. Um, The the difference between um, private lending and conventional lending uh, when it comes to defaults isn't necessarily all that great um, because there are banks out there uh, that will uh, allow you to string along i guess if you uh, if you work with them how many payments that you can miss uh, before they will actually file a notice of default same same thing with private lenders. Uh, there are those private lenders out there that if you miss your second payment, they will automatically file a notice of default and start the foreclosure process. Uh, we tend to take a little bit different view again we we, we talk about how. At Pacific Private Money, we make loans based on the story we use a holistic and, and a kind of ad hoc approach uh, we don't necessarily require that you check off all these various boxes if we like the collateral and we like the reason why you need a loan from us uh, ie we like your story and we like your exit strategy how you're going to pay us back uh, we'll look for a way to, to do that loan same thing when you uh, when they go into default if they stop making payments uh, something's going on we want to know what that is and can we work with them so we you know we've worked with borrowers who missed payments for as long as a year uh, and didn't foreclose because we, um, you know, we may have created a forbearance agreement or we may just have worked with them, kind of with our finger finger on the dial, say, look, we'll we'll not we we'll, we will give you the time to you know execute your strategy, and as long as you communicate with us, and as and, long as we believe the equity exactly. is there, and, and also the maybe be there.
1: maybe yeah. you know verifying the story. You know yeah. right,
3: yeah well, I would imagine you get some cases where you, for example, have a business owner, and that was the challenge in them getting a conventional loan mm-hmm. and you 're working with that business owner because they have something that may come to fruition. At some point in the future, a conventional lender doesn't care about that story. That's the difference in private money. You guys do. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to, like, okay, communicate to me about that.
2: How is that working? When can we expect that? Because yeah. that could save the whole deal. Yeah. Well, right. And so if you're a borrower and you're considering going uh, private, basically hard money, private money, you know, alternative finance, it would beho- behoove you to find out uh, what their default and foreclosure policy is for that company, or... I wouldn't lead with that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's, no, that's very true. So how do you find out? Well, maybe you find out by looking at their Yelp reviews, yeah. or you find out by talking to someone who's uh, who, may have, who may have that experience. Because I can tell you, I can rattle off names of private lenders in California who will foreclose on you in a heartbeat. They just don't care. To them, it's all business. You go, you miss your second payment, boom. Notice default sure. is been well, well, it filed does put and, a little now. Good luck trying to refinance that. Well, it property. does put
1: a little fire to the you know feet to the fire because a lot of times if you just say, well, if I don't if I don't make a payment, uh, nothing's going to happen. Right? There's no sure. incentive for right. you to do right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, when a, a borrower comes to you and the first question they ask is, so I want to get a loan from you. How many can I miss before you start yeah, foreclosing? Yeah. That's <laughs> not going to be a good sign. That's, not a good, That's yeah. true. <laughs> Leading with the chin
2: there, as they say.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, we're going to cut to a second uh, commercial break. We come back. We got an email question For Rob and then uh, Nam, deal of the week. Yes, deal of the week. All right. Second trivia question is Europe is separated from Africa by which sea? S E A. See, all right. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You are going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, make a quick mention here for Transcendence Theater. They're doing a production of A Chorus Line. Presented June fourteenth to June thirtieth at the Jack London State Historic Park in uh, Sonoma County. Uh, park opens at five p.m. Performances at seven thirty p.m. Very uh, cool place to watch theater. It's Transcendence Theater. Check them out. Okay, uh, we're going to cut to our break. When we come back, uh, it's actually going to be another quick uh, two-minute break, so don't touch that dial.
0: We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown.
1: Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here, along with Markon Namphon and Rob Spinoza. Second trivia question: Europe is separated from Africa oh, yeah. by which sea? <laughs> Caspian. <laughs> Nope. Mediterranean. 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 Mediterranean, yes, that is correct. Black Sea, Red Sea, Dead Sea. <laughs> yeah, I'm so old. Dead yeah, <laughs> Sea, I'm so old that uh, when I was younger, the uh, the Dead uh, Sea was d- still alive. No, the, no, the <laughs> Dead Sea was just sick. There you go. All right. The okay. Well, wait, wait, was a oh, geez, let's move <laughs> yeah, on. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to. Since we're joking around here, I got to throw one joke in here. Those jokes don't float around here. That, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So my wife just found out I replaced our bed with a trampoline. she hit the roof. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> um, Rob, <laughs> what what is buying a rate down or buying down a rate, uh, and, and does it make sense? Okay,
3: so um, let's say you uh, talk to your mortgage lender. Lender comes back and says your interest rate today is four um, percent, and and you say, well what i really want to do is get under 4%. What does it cost to get me to 3.875? An arm and a leg. No, I'm sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and the lender says, "Well, oh, that's going to cost you a half point." And let's say you have a, a loan amount of $500,000. So it's going to cost you $2,500 to get that lower interest rate. So you're going to invest in the interest rate at the beginning of your loan. You're going to pay what's known as points, discount points. And for those, that payment, you're going to get a lower interest rate that you'll have for the life of the loan. So the equation becomes one of what's the payment difference between 4% and 3.875%. Let's say that the payment difference is $50 a month. Okay, So you're going to save $600 a year, but you paid $2,500 to get it. So it's going to take you more than four years to pay that back. After the four-year point, your investment starts to return dividends because now you've got the lower payment. So the equation becomes one of if you're going to pay to buy down the interest rate, you have to be sure you're going to be in the house beyond the payback period, the Mm recoup period. Okay. okay, So some people look at interest rates and they're like, hey, how do I get under 4%? Because they just want the shiny 3.875. Yeah. Not the best reason to do it. We see people do it, but it should be a math equation. That's the answer I give them.
1: Okay. Fair, yeah. fair enough. And, and we people- can help you do that.
3: Okay. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? They can reach me at 415-367-5959. I work for Guaranteed Rate. I work out of the office in San Anselmo. Um, what else do you you can find me on? Yelp, Google, all those places. And uh, yeah, we're happy to help. Very good. Nice. Uh, Nom, you have a deal of the week? Deal of the week. Yeah,
4: this week uh, a deal comes from a couple of retirees who live in San Ramon. And uh, typical scenario, they're downsizing. They want to, uh, and they're fixed income, and they want to purchase before selling. But the little wrinkle in this one is they're moving out of state. So what do we do? Because typically we're we're California lenders, right? Uh, What we'll do is actually... Uh, Unlike other common bridgeline scenarios, we're going to provide them the financing, but we're only going to use the departing residents uh, and take a lien position. But to ensure that they're using the proceeds for the purchase, we're going to wire the funds to escrow on the close, on their home that they're buying in Arizona. And so, was
1: there an. Can, can you give rough numbers? Like rough? I think it's like 1.1 million. They had a
4: ton of equity okay, in the okay. departing. So the the departing residence, the one yeah. they're selling, at so, so is million. So they're basically going to take
1: like
3: a cash out second lien. Yeah. And you're going to wire the first
1: Is it a first lien or
3: second?
4: Actually, it might be a first in this case. because okay, they they're like 100%. Okay. okay. And
3: we're just going to wire
4: the funds to Restro on the purchase in Arizona. So we're, we have no lien position on an out-of-state property. Okay. But we, don't, we can't do that. Okay. Um, but they'll pay us off as soon as they sell, sell their Santa Ramon. In cool. this case, there's no refi opportunities. They're just going to pay us off.
1: Right. And, so. and what's the value of the San Ramon house?
4: Uh, It's like 1.1, 1. 1, and, and they're and moving the loan you're making to is? like 700 or You're giving them a 700.
1: Okay, so you're doing 70, because you're not going to do 100% on the departing property no. if you can't get additional collateral. Correct. Okay, right. so you're doing a 70% LTV. Yeah. 100 percent
4: financing on the purchase On the purchase, yeah, because yeah, they're buying that, a
1: 700,000
3: right. Arizona property. But yeah. that just speaks to the flexibility of, of private money, I think, because yeah. yeah. now you can look at you, you don't have to look at both both properties, you don't have to cross collateralize. You're looking at, hey, I got a good equity position on property yeah. one. What yeah. difference does it make?
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is probably the second one we've seen in the last six months. Um, so you, you're going to have a lot of well. A number of people in California, especially, who want to downsize but just are going to
0: be priced out. And,
1: and was this one is just your eleven month bridge loan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the thing to me is, uh, and tell me if I'm correct on this. There, it is their personal residence today. So you're making it as a personal residence yes. today, which means that it's non recourse financing. Yeah. So you can't sue them if they can, if the value drops below the seven hundred thousand. However. You're only talking about 11 months, so right, right. San Ramon. The odds yeah. of the property be dropping 30 percent, yeah, yeah in, in 11 months, is low. Possible, yes. yes. Probable, no. Right, and if yeah. you look
4: back at uh, the bridge loans that we've done, you know they are 11 months. Uh, the term is, but the average uh, payment. Is what, five is to six, six, months, yeah, wow. six yeah, months. Yeah, because they don't.
1: So. They're going to yeah. hopefully not keep
3: their profit. Well, so,
1: so you have you're going to price it correctly. Right. So they don't have to hold it for eleven right. months. And and
3: and, yeah. and the other the other side benefit of that is now you get to list the house stress free. You can yeah. prep the house right. for sale. You probably can get a higher dollar value because you can stage it. Yeah, yep. and you not have, have to move right. twice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We see. Um, I, I write quite a bit for the industry, and one of the art, or a lot of the articles that I've written uh, deal with that buy before sell scenario yep. because it comes up in residential lending all the time.
1: You should. Read my article that I wrote months ago. You should I'd read be, his. I, I'd
3: be happy to. Yeah. No, but, but, uh, Nam, you speak to, to, to the fact that that is a very, that is a dilemma that faces yeah. a lot of people. And these are the ones that reach out to you and make it happen. There's a whole other uh, set of people who, who just think they can't do it. Yeah. And I think it's a value of the Well, show. here's a,
1: here's a cost that no one ever talks about either uh, in this specific scenario is storage. How much mm-hmm. is it going to cost yeah. to store all that oh, that's furniture? A great point. Right. Assuming that you want to keep that same furniture, you don't want to throw it. Have have your movers uh, pay to store it somewhere for thousands of dollars a month, and then. Move it right. again, right? And then pay the sort. So anyway, well, yeah. well,
3: we were just talking about discount points and, and making an investment on what you plan to do. And I think that the private money solution and something like that, when uh, borrowers look at it methodically, when they look at it mathematically, you take exactly what you said, Edward. You know the storage, yeah. the moving, the cost of of uh, you know what you will get on the new home, and you do it in a mathematical fashion. And then have an it, extra three million for stress. Right. That's
2: right. I, I'm always uh, lawyers would do that. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's true. <laughs> I find it interesting how many people when um approached by their realtor or mortgage broker and saying, Hey, there there is an, an alternative financing option for you and that's private money and then they hear it's well it's gonna be about nine percent uh, on the note right, rate yeah, and right, two yeah. points on the loan, so if you're borrowing a million bucks, it's $20,000, they just, they can't stomach it. They yeah. just, oh my, that's, that's you know, that's usually... I would never do it. You know, well, I would, ne- I would never do it more right. a lot more, and I, everything they, yeah. they, they They take the approach like they're feeling like if they did that, they'd be a chump. And it's yeah. just, I mean, just the money alone that you can make by being able to move out of your home and fix it up and sell it for a higher price could more than make up for the cost of, of the private financing.
1: Absolutely. Hey, guys, um, <clears throat> sorry, we had to cut to one more commercial break here. Uh, and then we are going to come back with some more interesting articles. Okay. Uh, the volcano Mount Etna lies on which Mediterranean island? All right. 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. will be right back.
0: For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment. On AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hopf Nonfon, and Rob Spinoza. Third trivia question. The volcano Mount Etna lies on which Mediterranean island? Sicily. Sicily. Very good. Oh, Man, wow. you, you're awesome there. Uh, let's see, quick mention here also, Dr. Keith Cooper. Don't forget to call him uh, or get in touch with him. CooperDDS.com, who's a board-certified specialist. Been replacing and restoring dental implants in San Jose for more than 25 years. Uh, Nom. There, you guys, uh, Pacific My Money has an event coming up.
4: Yes. We have the next uh, fund information gathering occurring next month, June 19th, which is a Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Fremont Marriott, which is right off the freeways, right off of, uh, what is that, 680? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so June 19th. Uh, so far, we have about 25 oh, people who have RSVP'd. So. What's, what's the limit you can have? Oh, I don't know. So, There's no yeah. limit. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> you'll Come keep all. them in the
1: outside outdoors yes. if you
4: need to. People will be uh, piggyback rides, <laughs> watching the uh, slide. <laughs> you guys do a great job. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but probably about fifty.
2: So the event is uh, um, Edward and I, Mark and Edward, doing uh, um, you know a lot of what we do on the radio. Is we 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 kind of. Um, Mimic on the uh, presentation. I mean, we we get, we do a, we have a, a short slide deck, but it's really um, an information about the alternative investment strategy of investing in a mortgage pool fund, a real estate mortgage pool fund, mostly uh, California-based. And we also share um, you know insights on uh, what we're reading and hearing about the California economy, because let's face it, uh, California is in many ways an economy unto itself. And yeah. even though you may be reading. Articles that are nationwide in nature about what what uh, you know may or may not be happening in the housing industry or even in the economy in general. Um, but uh, oftentimes you have to be if you're you know in California and you're investing in California, um, you need to know what what are the California economists saying and, and what's what's happening regionally here, particularly in Northern California. And so a lot of good information that we'll share uh, and uh, how our fund works, how we produce that. Uh, Seven and a half percent yield, which is about what we're paying out right now, and of course, uh, past performance is not a promise of future results. But we have reason to believe that we're going to continue to be producing a rate uh, in the strong seven percent range uh, in the foreseeable future, and we're very bullish on mortgage debt investment strategies in California. And we'll share that with you. Well, because it's, come it's to conservative,
1: we're not out there buying real estate at high values. You're just uh, out there lending. It's conservative. We're the values. bank. Yeah. We're and the bank. How do people get a hold of you?
2: So go to our website at pacificprivatemoney.com or call to RSVP for our fund event at 415-883-2150 415-883-2150.
4: Yeah, and on our website there's a new events section. So if you go to com, nice. there's a link events and you can go there and register directly on our website.
1: Too. Okay.
3: Very good. Uh, more articles boys. Well, you know, I was just as I was listening to Mark talk about California and and sort of the, you know, the Contrast between California and the rest of the country i 've got this article here It says nearly two thirds of American homeowners have a mortgage okay so one third free and clear, but two thirds hmm. and the disparity between those in San Jose, California, which is in first place, the highest number, the average mortgage monthly mortgage is four thousand and eight dollars. even that sounds low to me because yeah, San yeah. jose I mean a lot of, you see a lot of multi or you see a lot of loan amounts over a million bucks but um, but at the other end of the spectrum, Coffeville, Kansas. Has the lowest average monthly mortgage uh, rate, or six hundred bucks a month, two hundred and five a month. Oh my god! Oh. Wow. Well, wait a minute though. That's, that's almost not free. for. That, yeah, <laughs> that's not for a new
1: home, though. I mean, they, some of those people may have been in their house for thirty. 30 uh, well, yeah, years, and, right? and
3: I think I, I think you're right because okay. I think that's why you would say in San Jose, four thousand eight is the average. Yeah, So right. you've, got, yeah. you've got a spectrum there. Jeez. But, you know. I guess when you were, like Nam was talking about before, properties out of state, it's important that when we discuss real estate here, it is in the context of it being California and almost, you know, often Bay Area because... there's just such a difference um, in in the numbers.
4: You could literally afford a mortgage there if you just stopped buying a venti
3: every day. (laughs) Basically.
1: No, I'm sorry. I need my venti every day. You
3: talked about that on a previous show, and I found that fascinating. You were talking about rental properties in other parts of the country where the materials, like for example, I think you brought up carpeting. If you had to to re-carpet a place, you're still paying rates that are comparable to here in California, even though the mortgage payment is is vastly different. So I think that investors, across the country if they're listening to this show in California that is one of the things that boots on the ground sort of local services can give you insight into is how does it work here because it it can yeah. be very different we 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 see this um with buyers going out into the market nothing to you know disparage any competitor but a lot of times people will come in and they'll have a, a, a pre-approval letter from like let's say Quicken okay now everybody knows Quicken they've got yep. the commercials or rocket on mortgage did, rocket, or rocket or mortgage rocket mortgage got on day and night. I love the colors yeah. okay <laughs> but but their their real estate agent sometimes has to have a heart-to-heart with them and say, hey, you might have some challenges going into this market with a Quicken letter, because the seller's agent's going to think, how do I get a hold of this person on a Saturday or a Sunday night if something comes up? Am I calling a call center, or am I mm-hmm. calling someone that I've worked with before You're, or a company yeah. that I know?
1: You're calling Mr. Quicken. <laughs>
3: Well, hey, you know there's a lot at stake with with every transaction. I think you know the the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that the, the local element of it uh, yeah. you have to understand that when you're dealing in a local environment yep. Yeah,
2: and and we all know, you know, living in the Bay Area, you know, gas is more expensive, the cost of living is more expensive, but interestingly enough, and real estate prices, of course, and rent are more expensive, but uh, interestingly enough, the cost of capital, the cost of money, particularly private money, uh, the loan rates uh, and the cost are are much lower. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is because there is a huge supply of private capital coming into California to invest in both real estate and real estate debt. Why? Because that capital believes in the safety insecurity of California debt. And notwithstanding what might be happening in other parts of the country, California is different. And uh, California real estate is perceived to be a safer bet than other real estate in other parts of the country.
3: We also, uh, I think we were just discussing it on a uh, a previous show as well, where uh, the the tests across the country have found that in California, the comparative interest rates are lower on the same type of mortgage. So a 30-year fixed rate loan... Yeah, is, so he's running mm, at a discount across yeah. you know, here in California versus the rest of the world. Well,
1: okay, and you mentioned gas. I was just in Louisiana um, for uh, my well, that's daughter's right. graduation, yeah. right? Guess how much gas was in New Orleans? 280. 243. Oh, oh wow. my God. 243. We're yeah, that's at
2: 450 a gallon here the like, yeah. 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 That's just That's insane. ridiculous. <laughs> no,
1: I know that you know, Louisiana is a little bit closer to the Gulf. You know? Right. Isn't there an element to that? There's probably yeah. that. And, and again, I think it's just supply demand. Well, no. Yeah. You know right?
2: why that's not true? How many refineries do we have here in the Bay Area that we can throw a rock from here and hit?
1: Yeah. Well, but it yeah, has but no
2: if, difference if, in the price of gas that we pay here in the Bay yeah. Area. I,
1: where does it go? Like from the Chevron over in Richmond, yeah. where does it go China, from yeah, there? That, <laughs> another, yeah. Not very efficient. It goes to China. <laughs> and it comes all the way back here. And then, yeah. oh, well, see, that's why we have to add all those costs. Oh,
4: yeah, it's loaded <laughs> onto the tankers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it has nothing
2: to do with uh, it's 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 because of the special fuel grade we have to have here, number one. Oh, but also right. regulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I think by and large, it's really because they can get away with charging more yeah. here. Well, I, I think everybody I, knows that they just can't prove it.
3: I think yeah. on the mortgage side too, the other element I would say definitely plays a factor is just the sophistication. Not you know, again, not to say anything about anyone else, but. The clients are savvy. I'm
1: counting down because we have to cut the. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, uh, no commercial, excuse me, no trivia question, but uh, we will come back with our thoughts for the day. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The
1: Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Marc Conte, Rob Spinoza, and Nam Phan. Ooh, I changed it up a little bit. Nam, uh, you have an interesting article about baby boomers.
4: Yeah. So this article headline is, More baby boomers stay in their homes as they reach retirement, skipping downsizing. So hmm. begins with, It's always been sort of final chapter of the American dream. Get married and have kids, buy a house, move to a bigger house, downsize to a smaller house. But a growing number of aging baby boomers are saying no thanks to downsizing, choosing instead to remain in the same sprawling house. And we're hearing that, too. I mean, where the, actually the kids are moving back in hmm. with the parents. And so there's yeah. rehab going on, but to expand the footprint of the house or to create more space. Well, Make it lower level kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, well,
1: with Mark and I, I think last week or the week before we talked about this, how, you know, with our families, we like our kids coming back to visit. Not necessarily to live there. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love This you, is on the radio. Get Edward. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, you, you, if you downsize too much, where are the kids going to yeah. stay?
4: Right. Or yeah. where can you downsize? too especially right. in California. Right. So going back to that uh Condo. couple earlier yeah. in the segment who were moving out of state. Oh yeah. But we you know we still see a number of, of families who are um empty nesters, couples who are empty nesters and who are downsizing. But there is a trend along with ADUs as well.
3: Yeah, ADUs definitely a trend. Do you, w- what do you know it? about yeah. the, uh, the the tax code though? So if somebody if somebody downsizes, can they take we get this question all the time, can mm-hmm. they take their tax basis with them if they downsize? Yeah. I'd have to look that up.
1: It's I think that's so. I think that's specific. I think, to areas, also, too, right? I think
2: it's also specific to if you're older than 55. Right. There's certain. Yeah, that's to, what my understanding. Yeah, or potentially George County tax. or something uh,
4: like that. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: but and, it's a trend. The other, the other, the other issue uh, being that I, I wonder is that article nationwide or is that a? a it was local? nationwide. I think it was in the USA Today. Okay, because so. I, you know, in California, I, I think that. Um, having people stay in their house longer I think is also a function of just how difficult it is to for sure to purchase a home, if they don't have the cash and they right. don't realize that there's a bridge loan opportunity, because um, that's some of the things that we we help a lot of uh, baby boomers looking to downsize with our um, you know low dock, low you know no contingency um, uh, bridge financing that allows them to uh, downsize, purchase their next home, utilize the equity in their existing home, and not have to sell, move into an apartment, and then go you know find that condo or townhouse well, well, that, that they place, want to downsize to.
1: That place in Kansas, you said, where the average was $200. Yeah. $200. Well, those people, they, they can't downsize because they have to rent rooms to help pay that mortgage. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so, you know, it's just – uh, I, I think it's interesting how, um, you know, just – the cost of living uh, home prices increasing particularly in California, you know provides all kinds of challenges for people moving and just as we shared with that article at the beginning of the show, you know all the kind of how how stressful and challenging it could be to go out and bid for a home. those who know and understand the availability of uh, private bridge financing i mean Talk about an incredible tool in your arsenal, maybe one of the most important tools in your arsenal. If you've got equity in your existing home and you want to be able to go out and be a player and be able to make uh, offers as strong as an all-cash offer, um, it just provides you so many options uh, to at least level the playing field, so to speak, with you and cash buyers or others who are running around now there are yep. making low or no contingent offers uh, to sellers. So, um, you know, a good realtor understands that, and we get, you know, probably the bulk of our uh, loan applications through uh, realtors and mortgage brokers who understand this tool. In fact, uh, after the show, we're, uh, Nam and I are going to be going and visiting with uh, one of the larger um, Uh, home loan uh, mortgage brokers in the Bay Area and to talk to their staff and crew about how they can use this tool to help uh, their clients, uh, how how they can make more money with clients they're already serving. And uh, Mark, how do people get hold of you? So for more information, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com, PacificPrivateMoney.com. We've got a lot of information on our website about what we do and how we can help you make more money if you're a real estate professional.
1: All right. Thoughts for the day. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another and don't wet, don't mess with me i know karate kung fu judo taekwondo jujitsu and 28 other dangerous words <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> tune in next week to the best of investing we're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions thanks for listening on behalf of our team i'm edward brown wishing you the best of investing
0: so long you've been listening to the best of investing with edward brown For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader.